tell, tell me a little or tell us a little about what your daughter means to you. Um, when I first held my, when the, the first the concept of having a child is scary, right? When I found out that I was going to have a daughter, I freaked out. Just the nature of man alone scares me to have to have my daughter go into that realm someday of, of relationships. And I'm, I'm, I'm afraid for her because I was, I was so terrified of this responsibility, man. Knowing that I could barely... I haven't achieved the, the, the ultimate result, and that was just to take care of myself, let alone take care of another life. I didn't even get to that point yet. But I was on my own. When that happened, I was not ready or prepared for that responsibility. I didn't know how to work around that, being a being a, a father in a relationship, having all these ideas, not having the time, not having the money, not having the expenses, the, you know, the, the, the get around. It was a barrage of just life coming yeah. at somebody who wasn't even prepped for it a year before that. Single dad, why you mad? 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 Today we're going to have a conversation. Family matters. What was that? That was the name of the show, right? With uh, who was it? Urkel. Um, with you, Urkel. You trying to say Urkel? <laughs> okay, if you want to be Urkel, that's fine. Who was the other characters on there? What was the dad's name? It Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow, right? And, Winslow, yeah, yeah. So it was like, and then what was the uh, and what was the son's name? Eddie, 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 Eddie Winslow, right? Eddie. Okay, all right. So Clark, you're gonna be Urkel today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because I, I got the glasses going. Yes, I got Did glasses I going. Off. Oh, I'm going to be uh, Carl Winslow, and um, here with us today is my nephew, Sidney Crockett. What's up, um, uh, and we're going to call him uh, Eddie Winslow. Right? Eddie Winslow. Eddie Winslow, right. So, uh, Rick, I want you to tell, if, and, and normally the way we go, right, is that we tell people or we allow, you know, whoever our guest is to tell people as much as they want them to know. First of all, my name is Sidney. Named after my father, his okay. grandfather. Go. 23 years old, from the Bronx, and I have one child daughter that's it and the static how old is she eight years old she's eight years old august 3rd 2012 never forget it okay um and i forgot i said named after my father his grandfather right but he's also named after his uncle um my oldest brother who passed away when he was 18 or 16, I don't remember exactly, but he was also called uh, Sicky Rid, um, uh, Sydney Ricky Crockett, right? right? That's what we called him, right? Um, Sydney did karate. Um, he, uh, in the front yard, all the neighbors, now this is in the 50s, right? All the neighbors <laughs> would be standing around watching this black man, this tall, slim black man doing karate in the front yard. And uh, he was a popular man in the neighborhood and died in a swimming accident when he was uh, an older teen. But Rick, again, we're gonna get into you telling people as much as you want them to know, but what is your parenting relationship right now? I don't even know how to answer that. Um, it's fresh, so this is not like years later. This is like a few months in. Right now I have no communication with her mother. Um, if I have to communicate with her mother, it's through my child and her phone and duo. And I don't speak directly to her mother. I send all messages through my eight-year-old child, daughter. And, and um, you, no, go ahead, please. 
you know, since I left, my daughter's been a trooper. I see certain signs and uh, things, but she's been a trooper so far. And again, um, I don't communicate with her mother, so I can't say all I do is send money via Zelle. And how much time are you spending with your daughter right now? Um, a full amount. I would love to spend more, but since school started, I haven't seen her as much during the week. But the weekends, um, pretty much weekends. That maybe that Friday night to that Sunday or Monday morning. Depending. Okay. Okay. And um, I'm asking questions because you know I know a lot of the background story, Clark. But you know. Um, uh, Rick will get to wherever he gets when he gets there, right? So, uh, Rick, how did you and the mom meet? Um, so I was incarcerated in 12 and a half years in, in the penitentiary. Um, I was on the, the tail end of my bid, my stretch, in 2011. I met her January 17, 2011. You remember the exact date? I remember the date for a reason. Um, so when you, when, you, when you locked up, dates is... Certain days, depending on what thing happened around them or surrounded it, 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 it stands out more than others. Like, I'll never forget my number, my ID number. I'll never forget the day that I came home. I'll never forget the day I got locked up. You know what I'm saying? There's certain things that you just, those days just going to stick in your head. And I, I, I met her on a day where one of my uh, closest friends um, was, you know, died in another facility. So, so but yeah. Clark, let me tell you. Let me tell you something about this young man, right? Now we haven't always seen eye to eye, right? Um, but no, he has always been. He's smiling right now, right? Because we're probably gonna kiss once we get off of here, right? <laughs> but he has always been, even though he wasn't the first nephew, he has always been like one of my fate. I got one, two, three, four. How many do I got? One, you, John, Mike. And that's it. And that's at three, right? But I remember when he had to go to take the test at the Bronx High School of Science. And I took him. How old, how old were you then? Because you was just going into high school. So you was 14? 14. And I remember I took him. I dropped him off. And, and then I came back to get him. And he was so upset. I ain't do well, Uncle. I ain't do well. What are you talking about? You ain't do well. I could just tell you I ain't do well. So you're probably saying to yourself, why is this kid who was smart, was smart, is smart as fuck, how did he end up doing a 12-year bid? Is that, is that your question? Well, now that you mention that, but I, but I can say that growing up with the dudes I grew up with, it's, it's common. It's common. Mm. And, and you, know, you and I talk about like some of the stuff I do outside of this, and that's one of the pushes is to give kids like you know that direction those alternatives because you know criminality very often is just genius turned on its head man if you look at a lot of inventions we have in this world they're made by people who spent a lot of time on the wrong side of the law and you know didn't have somebody or something guiding them in that right direction or even outside of their families where they did have you know families of origin that were supposedly good families you know Sometimes you just get caught up. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as me is concerned, I came from a two-family household, you know, a two, two-parent household. Um, my mother and father was always there. There wasn't a day when one of them slacked on their Mac when it came to parenting. I mean, they did everything. I chose 
a different path for whatever reason, whatever mental issues I was going through at the time and decided to stray away from where everybody was telling me I was smart, you can do this, you can do this, you can do that. And I don't know, I got into my own zone. Early on in my life, there's, there's a lot of other things associated with that, but that's another kind of book. It's a book, you know, a why. But when I started hanging with who I was hanging with and just being out there, because you remember, I couldn't go out. My mother, and I had to go to class in point to go outside, dude. Like, I couldn't go. You, I, dude, you used to, you and Mike used to come over there when y'all were very young, and I had to take y'all. Y'all had to come behind me. Remember, right. I was dating Janine back at the time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and y'all had to come whenever I went to the, wherever I went, they was there. But yeah. right. go ahead. they had to come over to class in point in order to go outside. To pick up my moms, and that's, and that's part of one of the reasons, the rebellion in me, the me and my moms, we like this. We the same sign. I don't know if that makes a difference, but me and my mom work better when we we apart. And I had a lot of issues growing up, my mother, because my mother is real. Like it's okay to talk about it. I've talked about it. Mike has talked about it. It's okay yeah. to talk about it. When I went to jail, I didn't feel no different. My mom was like a, a warden. Be like, you can't go nowhere. Where you going? You doing it? David to tell you, my mom's is like. She just on some shut down. So I know I started acting up. When they moved up to um White Plains, what I'm 17, I stayed in the Bronx. I was going back and forth, back and forth. Got kicked out of school, had to do the GD thing. I wanted to do my barber life shit. Um, so I took cosmetology. Believe that. How you love that? Took cosmetology. Nigga was doing finger waves and all of that shit. Um, I passed the GED too early for the lengthy amount of time for me to finish the cosmetology course. And they said that I could still continue to go to the school, but I had to pay. And I ain't have it, so back to the block. I mean, after that, it was just pitfall after pitfall. Um, my first stick-up was when I was 14 years old. I remember me and my man, I don't know if you remember Luke. I mean, we ain't even, it wasn't even an official jokes. You know what I mean? We ain't, you know, the dude was sleeping, just kind of like pick But that was my first kind of like just, you know, and in, in the, in the thrill of it and all of that, just wanting to take money. And and then being good at it and getting a little bread for it. You know what I'm saying? Um towards the tail end of that, but right before I got locked up, this is just, I'm bursting things out, you know what I'm saying? Took my Shahada, um, six months later, I got locked up, uh, January 7, 2000, excuse me, uh, 1999. I don't know, after that, man, I, I, I try to educate myself as much as in penitentiary. Fast forward, I'm in Fishkill, they have a, pro, a puppy program. So I get in the puppy program, I learn how to train dogs, do service dogs. I did that for five years. Got the veterinarian technician certificate while I was in there. Got the grooming certificate while I was in there. A couple of other accolades. I wanted to do ball college, but I never got a, uh, a chance to do it. And that's it. I came home on my father's birthday, May 13, 2011. May rest in peace. And how did you meet your son's mom? I mean, your so daughter's mom. It was somebody that I was incarcerated with. You know, we, we, we associated with each other. And he was on the phone with his wife one day. You know, I just, you know, I heard the name getting thrown out there. I just inquired one day, yo, who that? You know, he started describing up and boom. So, you know, weeks go by. I hear him on the phone. Yeah, I passed because my room was right next to the phone. So when he got his slot time, he on the phone or whatever the case may be. You know, if I'm packing, passing, going in and out of my, my, my spot, you know, he might say something. Yo, I said, what up? They connected us. Started writing letters. She came to see me one time. Now, I go home. But how many months later? Three, four months later? I really didn't have no intention to, to get with her. But mind you, I didn't have no interaction with nobody else for 12 and a half years here and there somebody came through but if it wasn't my mother my father or my aunt here and there i seen a cousin this that and the third 
But other than that, you no by that's right. It was it was the conversation was decent. You know, at the time, she came to see me. I, you know, but we started talking, laughing, whatever the case may be. We just got to know each other on that scale. I come home, fast forward, I come home, May 13th, 2011, and then I kind of sensed right then and there that things wasn't going to work out. My eyes opened up to a different playing field. Not We're not just talking about women, but in, in just in general, in life, like things were just different. My mother's house looked so tiny. Like my eyes were seeing things different. You know, I wanted to, I thought the relationship or the plan was the, to get to know each other. And full-fledged, man, like I'm, I'm telling you, man, not a week out, man, we all, I don't know how much y'all want me to continue from there, but that's the gist of my manner and things were, were rocky early. So what would you say was a major issue that you guys were arguing about at that time? So um, again, coming home, I got paroled to my mother's house. Um, there was a big discussion in between my mother, me, and my father. And I told him I don't want to live. I appreciate it and everything like that, but I didn't want to be in my mother's house. Um, I wanted to, I was I was in drive mood, man. I had so much drive and energy. Just wanted to go and get it happen and, and make them, you know, realize that, yo, he's not just, you know, a kid that made dumbass mis- you know, dis- decisions, going to the prison and all that dumb shit. Like, I try to just, you know, rectify all of that. And I wanted to get it popping. So, you know, but I, I realized I had to take my time. I went on interviews, you know, countless interviews, nothing. And 30 days later, I got a, I got a job, and I've, I've, I've never been unemployed since. But my mother was, uh, she said my mother threw her shade. And, and this is how she exactly said it. And me, with no experience in this kind of ordeal, nothing serious that I've ever been in when my mother met them. If my mother did meet a chick, it was like, all right, that's just another, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't. Yeah, it was like a high buy thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, there wasn't, there was. I never been in a in a in a, a, a real official relationship. So I'm learning as I'm going. So when she said that, my mother threw her shade. But I had pre warned her about my mother. If that if that's crazy, I told her my mother is. She can be a little bit different, funny style. Whatever you want to say, I know the names. Be respectful, my mom's. I'm gonna be respectful, yours. Like I'm thinking, like I shouldn't even have to say this shit. You were, you a 43-year-old woman at the time. She's eight years older than I. You know what I'm saying? So I'm 43 now. She's what, 51, 50, 51. I didn't know what to do. So there was plenty of times when I felt caught up in the middle and not wanting to deal with the situation at all. You said you haven't been in a relationship prior to that. Tell me what you mean by that. I haven't been in nothing, you know, serious. Like nothing that I was, you know, settling down. We had plans together, you know, inspired to have children, inspired to have a family. You know, that was there was that kind of talk. So... I've never had that before. So there was that kind of talk early on. My question to you is, do you think that there was some of that kind of talk early on because you had gone away early in your life? What age, how old were you when you got locked up? Uh, 2021. 2021. You came home when you were 33. Turned 34 that same year. Turned 34. Do you think that maybe there was some rush to get into something because, you know, skipped a bunch of that part of your life? Yeah, no doubt about it. I was thinking with my dick, you know, and I didn't know how to separate the dick from anything else because it was like, it, it, I didn't really want to run around, you know? I didn't want to run around because I was so focused. So I said, I got at least one right here. Let me just, I'm, I'm good with this right here. But never expected to get her pregnant. Never, you know, I, I'm telling you, in my mind, she's she's too old or I'm too young or, you know what I mean? She, she's not going to yeah. never work out like, I'm telling you, man, my mom was so focused on, I, I really, 
paid attention to what was happening, you know, and, and as far as how fast she was moving. Right. I'm still, I'm still, I'm, I'm, I'm speeding, but I'm speeding in a different direction. She's speeding towards this relationship, like, yo, I want to get this cracking. And I'm like, you know, in my mind, I'm like, what's the word? But I ain't paying no mind. The day she told me she was pregnant, me and her hadn't spoken in three days. And my man called me from up top and was like, yo, she got to tell you something. So right then and there, I was I was like, yo, what, the, what, what type of, you know, fuck shit is this going on? Like, she got to say something. She really had to say something while she ain't saying it. So it's not like I wasn't answering her calls, but if I'm not calling her, she's not going to call me. She right. wanted all the, you know, tit for tat kind of, you know, things, whatever. So I call her. They tell me they can't tell me. I call her and she tell me, um, well, I ain't want to say nothing. I was going to, you know, do what I had to do, but I'm pregnant. I ain't believe her. I said, you lying, man. How old was she at the time? 42. Like, I was bugging my mind. It could still happen. <laughs> that part. And, I mean, I know now. Well, well she, got a, she got all that, you know, taken care of. Mm. Um, which, another thing, she never, after after I, I experienced the miracle of childbirth, she never gave me an option to have a son, nothing. She tied him up right there with no, like, and that's when I felt, that's when I started to feel some kind of way. So, y'all had stopped talking. Right. You get the phone call, or you get the phone call from your man, and then to make up the make the phone call to her to be like, "Yo, right. what's good?" And then she tell you she prayed. Right. So y'all decide to stay together, or y'all decide to like were y'all in a relationship at that point, or, or and just like mad at each other, or what was what was the vibes? I think it never was really said that we were in a relationship. It kind of yeah. just happened. You know what I'm saying? It was never yeah. really said. Even when, I mean, it, it was, but in so many words. She asked me many a time, so what we going to do? She asked it too much where it annoyed me. And, I, and I'm like, right. so I don't know what else you want me to say or what you want me to do, but I think we've just been doing what we've been doing, and it's been working out thus far. Um, but but the initial, initial unattraction was the fact that her and my mother were always at odds. Right. Tell me a little bit, so now, you know, um, Marilyn and I, your mom, right? Um, we are the best of friends now, but it wasn't always that way, right? We had our difficulties, we had our struggles, right? Um, but tell me your perception of your mom and your dad's relationship. How did you see their relationship? Oh man. Um, so, so let me, let me, let me, let me, let me start like this way. I often tell the story here and I often talk about how when I was younger, I resented my mom, Gloria Crockett, because she, it looked like she was bossing Sydney Crockett around, right? That's the way I saw it. I'm asking you to tell us how well, did you see your parents? Um, I saw my, my mother in my, in my vocabulary, raid my father. Tell me what you mean by that. Curse him out, call him stupid, right in front of everybody. Just, I'm talking about wild out, wild out. You know, yeah. slam, slip, throw shit. Um, just, just go crazy. And my pops, yo, let me tell you why this dude was one of the, yo, tell me, man. <laughs> it couldn't be me, man. It couldn't have been me. And this is, fast forward, I see where we going with this whole conversation because then I found a man and I think that's another reason why me and her got crazy with each other. You said you found a what? I didn't hear it. A Marilyn. 
Okay. Yeah. So you say you got into a relationship with somebody who's like your mom. In in the in the mouth in the mouth. Or yeah. or stupid with the mouth and, and, and yeah, wanna try to embarrass you. Yeah. Yeah, crazy with the mouth. And but you look at it. You you look at it and yo, if you do this like the study on it, they say children end up marrying people who are who remind them of their parents. Mm. Or have or have significant personality traits in common with their parents because that's the first, like that's the prototype of what you see in the opposite sex. That's your first exposure to the opposite sex. So you tend to that's that's what you're programmed to think. And I don't know how to say this, man. I don't even know how to say this. I don't know if it's I love my mother, and it's something I used to tell Tammy, why I've told her before that you know, which is my my daughter's mother. That I love you, man, but I don't like you. I got a lot, and I guess I don't know if that's a man thing or who I am as an individual. I don't have to. I don't have to. I, I can love you. Have especially if we got time in. We got time. Like we got nine years in. Right. So I'm not gonna sit here on the phone and tell you that you know I don't you know love her. But it's like I, I fucking don't like her. I don't like her. Don't want to. Don't want to revisit that. I don't like her, man. And anytime I realize or, or try to get a thought in my head that like, yo, why would you go back? You know, you ask yourself, especially when shit is fresh. You ask your stuff like that, and nothing pops up, babe. I start to really remember. Nothing pops up that would have me back in that situation. I don't care if I'm living in my mother's house. I don't care if I'm living in my car. I don't care where. I'm not going back. That shit was too toxic. And right now I'm getting back into the Lord and trying to just just shape me and, and find me and, and and him. And I'm not with that, man. I'm not with that no more. All that confrontation shit, you yelling and screaming, carrying on in front of our kid. Bro, try to tell it, try to come out of the subtle, try to tell it things like, yo, listen, maybe we could do it this way. Try to rationalize things. This woman go off the hook. Off the hook. And she heard his shit. Right. Okay, so now, now, now I'm going to challenge you, right? Okay, you need to tell us um, what part did you play in this going bad? What part did you play in it starting bad? Or what are you or have you contributed to this being a bad or toxic relationship? Just you. Nothing to do with her, just you. So much. Um, number one, I never had a phone before, and I started to learn how to use the phone. There was times when I gained my attention more to the phone and social media than I did her. Um, then it was the suspicion of other females because of how I was moving, not to say that anything. Text messages just came through, not no no uh, phone, funny phone calls, nothing, just because she just got suspicious. And then out of nowhere, I'm cheating, right? But it was my behavior, though. I'm not going to lie. I was, you know. Um, and then it was the actual, it was me and the drinking. My drinking was like the real over-the-top top. So um, tell us as much as you want about that. Well, um, I went to rehab twice for alcoholism. Um, uh, my father was an alcoholic. I believe his father was an alcoholic. You can um, bet it. You you bet money on both of those. Go ahead. Next. <laughs> and, um, it's it's um, 
I get I don't know what it, what, what it was for me was an escape from my reality because my reality wasn't what I I I knew I could accomplish and and I never got to really get my own apartment and none of that as soon as my daughter was born I moved in with her so you did not experience your own life as a single no. man Nothing. You went right into a relationship. Right into a relationship that I wasn't ready for. I can't speak for her, but if I had to, I don't think she was either. Um, and, and and do you think you were mimicking what your mom and your dad had and what our your grandma and granddad had, my mom and dad? You know, that tradition that we've seen for forever that, you know, you get somebody, you stay with them, and you just tough it out. Yeah. No, I, 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 that was the that was the that was the game plan for so many times that we le that I left, we broke up, or whatever the case may be, and I came back. That was the idea. The, the idea, like, okay, we we gonna we gonna thug this out no matter what. Right. And um, but I couldn't be like my father. Tell me what you mean. I, I'm not Silas. He's. My father is a is a person like I've never seen my father get angry and put hands on her. Maybe David has. I know my aunt said she has. My mother said she has. I don't know. People have said. You know what I mean? Um, I'm 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 quite the opposite of my father. I'm a little bit more temperamental, a little more more edgy, and, and, and I'm not I'm not I don't I don't allow, I just don't like people talking to me in a certain manner. If I don't talk to you like that, don't talk to me like that. You know what I'm right. saying? Talk to me nice. I am. So she has a way about her that talk, man, that is out of this world. I think the tradition stopped with me. My father was able to, I mean, with my pops on that one, because he was able to, to sit through it regardless to what he was able to. I don't know what goal he had in his head. I don't know what he, my father wasn't a talker either. He talked when he talked, but he wasn't a catch him sober. He's a nun. Like he, you know, he don't really say too much. You know what I mean? But um, and me and him kind of both resemble the same kind of process and all that. But I'm more, uh, again, more temperamental, and I and I'm more I'm more uh, destruct self destructive than he was. You know, I yeah. I allowed the liquor to 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 really get to a point where it was out of control, driving you know drunk and and you know caught a DUI. You know, countless tickets, you know, from just doing dumb shit, banging up my car, you know, twisted. Um, and all, it got but, worse. But, but, but they were always there for you. Always. Yeah, my parents were always there. Yeah. Through it no all. What. Yeah. Um, it all. Tell me a little or tell us a little about what your daughter means to you. Um, when I first held my, when the, the, the first the concept of having a child is scary, right? When I found out that I was going to have a daughter, I freaked out. Just the nature of man alone scares me to have to have my daughter go into that realm someday of, of relationships. And I'm, I'm, I'm afraid for her, you know what I mean? Because it's not just, just women, men, you know, we got our shit with us, you know what I'm saying? So I just, if it was a boy, like Miles, well, I mean, we're going to do, we're not thinking that level. You know what I'm saying? We're not, with, 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 with a daughter, man, it's, 
Man, it's totally different. But I, I held her. I broke, man. Something in me shattered. And I don't think in a in a good way. Later on, we reveal is revealed that it probably wasn't in a good way because I was I was so terrified of this responsibility, man. Knowing that I could barely, I haven't achieved the the, the ultimate, and that was just to take care of myself, let alone take care of another life. I didn't even get to that point yet. But I was on my own. Now I'm I'm now I'm almost forced to shack up with homegirl. Now I'm almost forced to do the build things, you know, 50, 50, whatever. At least that's how I'm feeling. Why? Because my upbringing, what I saw was a mother and a father. That dream that I had, man. I knew from there on that that wasn't going to happen. I saw it, man. It was, it was clear as day. And and I and I could have achieved. Got the job. Got enrolled in school. Was doing parole. Everything was chill. Wasn't getting in no more trouble. Was still working out. Still looking, you know, awesome. And then it just, it went to shit. And when, this, when that happened, I was not ready or prepared for that responsibility. But I took it, and then when my daughter was born, I said, this is this is why. So I'm going to put 120,000% in this right here. Like, I need another dream now. I need something else now to fill the void. That's not coming back. Or at least I didn't know how to achieve it. I didn't know how to work around that, being a, being a, a father in a relationship, having all these ideas, not having the time, not having the money, not having the expenses, the, you know, the, the, the get around. It was a barrage of just life coming yeah. at somebody who wasn't even prepped for it a year before that. Yeah, I, like, I, I feel you on that. And it, it's a conversation I have with like a lot of my female friends and our female listeners. Oh, if I love him enough, or I do this, I do that. Or if a man really loves you, he's going to change for you. And I always say, no, if you look at history and you look at the men in your life, men don't change for women and they don't change because you push them or you nag them. Men change for causes bigger than themselves, mm. right? So like that dream, that, that thing that was bigger than you, that ultimate goal of achieving something. And when, when that dream gets crushed or that dream gets deferred, you got to think about what, what else? And so fatherhood becomes a thing for a lot of dudes because we go young. The idea of being there for somebody and providing this guidance and this like you know this direction and this protection because mm. that's another thing that we are, are are innately programmed to do. So your daughter's born, you live with the mom. How long were you guys living together? That year my daughter was born. So before that, while she was going through the pregnancy, I was still in, in White Plains at my mom's house. And my daughter was born probably maybe two weeks later. So we've been living together since then from up until three months ago. Oh, wow. So so y'all recently broke up. Yeah, this recently. is like recent, recent. So we lived in Brooklyn for like five years. And then we moved to White Plains in 2017. And I didn't really, I, I was happy and excited about the move because I wanted to get out of Brooklyn. But I didn't really want to get out of Brooklyn with Brooklyn issues. And I, and I told her when she told me the, the day she told me, yo, I got accepted for that apartment. And I was like, what apartment? She was, you know, she told me the Addy. And I was like, over there, it's like, you know, luxury shit or whatever. And I said, yo, you sure you want to go with Brooklyn issues? Like, we ain't really, like, we was just finished arguing like two days before that. And right. the climate after an argument between me and her, yo, it's just, it just, it's this lingering thing for days. There's no, I'm sorry. There's no, you know, makeup sex. There was no um, instant to see about it there was nothing you just met just, yo, I'm, harder than, I'm harder than you i'm, right. I'm not i'm not gonna say nothing longer than you ain't gonna say nothing 
And I, I thought I was the, the, the male in the relationship, and she got more pride than the dude in my in my mind. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's it, yo a lot of things hurt us in this relationship. I don't think she was honest, and so what made sense early on in the conversation we was talking about. You, you mentioned that um uh, Clark that yo you know people tend to gravitate towards their you know people that have like you know of their likeness of their their parents. I think she her father passed away, but she had told me about her father like he was a good dude. You know he was a good dude. Were her. And she said, you you kind of remind me of him in certain ways. You know what I'm saying? With that, the heart, you know. But so I think that that we both did that or gravitated towards it. But once you got into it, it was like, because there was something else that was going on in that relationship with the boy. But she loved her father. But her father died young. But um, I just feel like, you know, I, I never, ever really gave myself an honest look at her and said, nah. That's the other thing that I also say, like, women set the tone and temperament of a relationship. The, well, the tone and time more so than anything. So it's like a woman will say, "Oh, we've been dating this long. What are we? Boyfriend and girlfriend. Why don't we live together? Yo, when are we getting married? Yo, when are we having kids? Yo, we need to buy a house." Like it's usually the woman who sets the tone and temperament and, and the pace of a relationship, and a guy just kind of goes along with the flow. And so it's interesting, also, like as you look back, you know, you look at how you know she interpreted you, and you're seeing like, "Oh shit!" Like there's absolutely aspects of my personality that she felt were in common with her dad, and y'all mm. are just drawing each other, but you're going with the flow and you also right. like the thing i'm thinking about is she's eight years older than so mm -hmm. her timetable on her agenda is going to be a lot more different than than yours did she have any kids before your daughter she had a grown son 20 20 something you know at the time he was uh i believe 18 and 19 and and the, and the father was never around at all so right. she used to this I, I, or maybe that's just me being a guy saying because she's been through it before not that she's used to it but she's been through this before you know what i'm right. saying the only thing she hasn't been through is that the fact that the father of the child actually wants to be around you know what i'm saying so it, it it's, it's a little different when she didn't have to deal with homeboy before she right. didn't have to deal with him and, I, and that's why she won't communicate with me right now she doesn't want to believe this is happening she's not trying to keep your daughter from you is she no nah, never do my daughter wants to come over my daughter comes over um because i work weird hours during the week and with covid it's a lot of things that me and sanaya didn't get to do over the summer but there was a lot of things that we did get to do but for the most part um the scheduling it's hard for me and because of her attitude and why she doesn't want to be around me and I can't just go, say, after work and just pop up and be like, hey, baby, let me just take you around. And you know what I'm saying? I can't do that. So is it so I can't communicate with her mother for, for us to do that. I don't know if her mother got something planned that night. I don't know what. So I can't just be like, hey, you mind if I just come out and swing and see her for a few hours? Can't do that. There's none of that going down. So I see my daughter literally now, now more so than when this first happened. When my daughter calls me, makes an attempt to pick up the phone and be like, yo, daddy, I want to come home. That just happened within the past week and a half. So it was mainly me and her just talking in, in the beginning. Me and my daughter, like, okay, I'm coming over here. I'm coming over here. Um, I would text her, hey, you coming over? Then the first time she didn't answer me. It was like, this was a few weeks ago. She didn't answer. Some happened with her mother it's just i don't i'm in the dark because an eight-year-old is explaining shit to me so you said like she she don't believe it's happening does does that's my so saying like she acting like she don't believe this is happening so you think she thinks you guys are going to end up back together absolutely not i want to be clear does who think that you're going to get back together does his ex think they're getting back together because she said something about her not believing this is happening and so i'm trying to figure out what it was she didn't believe did she not believe the breakup is happening did she well i meant i meant the way she's acting like it's it's like 
she doesn't want to deal with it. That it's happening. Like she doesn't want to co-parent. Nah, her her co-parenting right now. She she making up rules. Is is you want to your your daughter got a phone? You can communicate with her. Um, I I I don't want to run long without getting to something that I think is very important. And I'm hoping that you know we can go where I would really like to go with this. On Cinco de Mayo this year, we lost my brother, your father. I know you were having a tough time with it. Could you explain a little bit why? Um, it's a lot, man. It's a lot. Now, above all, me and my father had a, you know, a relationship. Um, especially when I was a kid. My father wanted to take me everywhere, always took me everywhere. My mother uh, kind of like shut that shit down. That's another reason, going back to what we were talking about earlier, but that's another reason, you know, me and my mom's a shake, you know, shaky. She she kind of, you know, in a nutshell, kind of blocked a lot of blessings between and bonding between me and my father that I didn't appreciate early on in, in my childhood. And I love my father, man. You know what I'm saying? I love my father. He was, you know, the strongest dude I knew. Um, on, on, I mean, physically, you know, emotionally, I never seen my pops cry. You know what I'm saying? It took uh, uh, years later. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an adult. You know, like I got a daughter. In there. You know what I'm saying? So, um, he died of, of of something that just out of nowhere popped up, and. It just took everybody by surprise, man. I'm, I drove him to the hospital that night. And, and the last thing he said to me was, take care of your mama. And my father, I got something going on right now um, that I'm not, I'm not gonna get into, into, but I, I have a case pending. And my father was, my my biggest support on that and uh in in the course of that i remembered a lot more about my childhood and why he was my father and why i loved him so much random stuff my father I don't know if my father talked to everybody as much as he talked to me but with me and by himself he chatty man he talk a lot he talk a lot you know um it was always asking me questions and you got to stay strong. You need to come over to Jehovah and you need to do this. You need to do that. Like, but my pops was, you know, also playing catch up from a lot. You know, when he didn't do my incarceration, just, you know, being men, he couldn't channel that father energy. With me, you know what I'm saying? That the, the growth and development. And I think when he passed away, a lot of that shot hit me that maybe he didn't get to do because of my stupidity and, and the things that I was doing and wilding out, getting in trouble, that he didn't get to do as, as a father. You know what I'm saying? And I couldn't spend no time with him, no last minute time with him, nothing, man, nothing. And that was, to date, the hardest day of my life when I heard that. And then his passing, man, I'm like, wow. Mm. But um, my father was a good man, you know. 
good man, never hurt nobody, always tried to help anybody. I don't care if you, he didn't even have to know you, but a, but a handshake and a hello. And he was going to do something for you if he could, if it was in his will. You know what I'm saying? My father was a good person, man, like a real good person. And almost angelic, you know what I mean? And to, and to see him go like that, you know, this whole year has been about people not being able to breathe and making a, you know what I mean? Like my father couldn't breathe either. Nobody heard him. You know, my father couldn't breathe either. So, shit hurt, man, to the core, man. And if this case go left, or if it go right, I just wanted him to be there, to witness it, you know? What do you he mean invested by that? Tell me what you mean by that. He invested a lot into it, you know. Um, calling me, I'm talking about yo, Dave. He, he would never call me like that. See how I was doing. Him and there, no. When I was with the drinking, he got me into rehab. You know what I'm saying? Um, he got me into rehab the first time. He was he was very supportive on it. You know, my pops was, and here he, the crazy part about that is is that he was still drinking. He would not. He was trying to find me all kind of places to go to. You need to do this. You need to do. And his whole justification for it was, I'm not out there well. <laughs> but, but, but you said you said that to see how these kids turn out, whether or not they go left or go right. Um, that, 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 yeah. Tell me what you, tell me, you, I'm not sure I understood. You said case or, you said case or kids? Oh, case. case. Okay, I thought yeah. you said kids. All right. No. Um, the, the case, if it, if it go left or right, you know, I wanted him to be here to see it and, and I miss him, man. I miss his laugh. I miss his, his voice. I miss, you know, the aggravation sometimes he would give me. You know what I mean? Because he couldn't remember certain things. Or we used to, you know, you know, go off at it every once in a while. But on some on some love shit, me and my pops could argue and still be good, man. Still be good, man. That was my dude. That was my dude, man. And uh, I don't know, man. Um, I don't really got too much else to say on him, man, but I miss him. Miss him. So um, we're going to wind up or wind down. Anything else you want to say in closing? Things, man, you know, what I learned through this whole ordeal, this past nine years that I've been home, I learned that everything that I'm going through in this present day and time is because of a decision that I made. Not nobody else's decision, not nobody else's accompanying of me in the, in the decision, but me. I chose to say yes, or I chose to say no, and I have nobody to be mad at. So I, I, I was mad at myself, so I, I tried to drink myself to death, man. You know, alcoholism is real, depression is realer, um, and, and all of it is, is linked together. Anxiety, PTSD, all that stuff is, is unseen, but it's there. And it play, played a major part in why I am in the position I am, I'm in. And when you're an addict, you hit many rock bottoms. This is another rock bottom of mine. Like, damn near homeless. My mom's passed them all, God forbid. Where am I going? Me and my brother can't afford that house. Where am I going? You know what I mean? But I was unhappy, you know? So, um... 
the countless times when I was in rehab, you know, my decision, the decision to have a child, my decision. I can't blame nothing on her. I don't blame nothing on her. I blame it on myself. I should have been man enough to say, look, I'm not, this, this is what I'm not ready for. And going forward, I have to live as such. I have to stop being afraid to tell people just for the, I don't know, for the sake of. I didn't, I, want, I was trying to make a situation okay by staying and I should have never stayed. I should have left early. So this whole, by now, we might have been friends and not in this situation. I just got to be smart man at 43 i'm still learning how to do that so that's where i thought you were going when i asked the question previously right and i um i I'm, i want to just give you another second here it sounded to me like you were saying even though that's not what you said it would have been nice if um silas could have been here to see you reach your full potential that's true yeah no i said that even with the case but i feel once this case is is the right is is right then I can really move on to my full potential. In a lot of ways, it hinders me from doing certain things financially. I can't travel like that. It's a hindrance right now. And once this thing lets up, I wish, I wish he was here to see how, what he wanted. You know what I mean? Like for his son to really get out. Because me and him talked about that many times. Me getting my own place. And you know, you know, Pop, you do it. You do it. I don't care. Like, you can do it. Even if you're beating yourself up right then and there. You, and he don't care. He's like, no, you can do it, man. Come on, man. You can do it. They always had that. Just do this. Just do that. And then you look at him like, man, you just make shit seem simple. Like, everything's simple with him. But it's not simple with him. You know, everything's not simple. So I found myself, you know, trying to, to find answers in, in the bottle. Find answers with, you know, other women. Find answers with, um, you know, a, a host of things, man. A host of things instead of just leaving and then doing all of that and finding myself i should have just left i should have just left you know but i did and i'm stuck on that well i was stuck on that up until about two months ago and right now i'm just i'm trying to get out of my way and just let god handle all of this man okay listen dude i love you love you too right man. Um, I remember um, when you were in high school, we did not see eye to eye. It's probably because I was pushing you real hard on it. And I, you know, knew where you were and what you were doing. Not the specifics, just like, you know, your headspace and your energy. Right. Um, but uh, since you've been home, we're getting it back together. I love you. Love you too, man. I love you. Okay, brother. Be good. Well, I'll, I'll holler at you later. All right, now. All right, Rick, man. All right. Okay. Right. So, um, what do you think? Yeah, I think he's been through a lot, man. I think he's, he's been through a lot. I think, you know, it, it's it's kind of the same stuff we, we've touched on. My own father and, you know, with Mike, your, your other nephew. Yo, it, it is a very difficult thing to watch a God fade. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I actually had the conversation again with somebody else this week you know, who had lost their father. And I said, you know, no matter how religious you are, when you break things down to a secular and worldly concept, your father is the closest thing, especially if your father's involved in your life. Sometimes if your father's not involved in your life, it might be even worse because now you have this almost religious concept of what your father is, whether he's an angel or a demon. But your father is the closest thing to a God on earth that you have, right? And it's a very difficult thing to watch that God fade and disappear, especially when it happens relatively quickly, you know? 
um, yeah, and to miss that that connection. And they, you know, like he, he touched on it a bit, but it, it's it, that that hurt is there. It's raw. You know what I'm saying? It's raw. Yeah, you know, and and I think there's um, I mean, there's so much more to unpack with the relationship stuff too. You know, like you know the the, the what what they call it the the May December relationship where you got an older woman and a younger dude and just like very different agendas and yeah. I mean, so much unpacked, dude. So much. Unpacked. But he will get there. I trust that he's going to get there. I, I think. I think the the major thing to realize, and I think you know, we all get there at some point, and it's just that that we all get there at some point. That like you're not really in a race with anybody else. It's just you trying to you coming to the conclusion that there's certain shit you got to do or want to do, and you know, if you keep pushing it in that direction, ultimately you'll get there. Yeah, I agree. All right. Call the action. Yo, ladies, gentlemen, and consenting adults, thank you for joining us again for another episode of Single Dad, Why You Mad? You know, we appreciate you. We appreciate the love. We appreciate you spreading the word. The following is growing. We are on all the podcast formats. We are available on YouTube. Occasionally, we'll throw our ugly mugs up there for you to take a gander at on social media. Make sure to follow us primarily uh, on Instagram, Single Dad, Why You Mad? Uh, David, anything you want to add? Single dad, why are you mad? 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 Single dad, why you mad? Single dad, why are you mad?